0: She looks like if Kyle and Denise Richards had a baby.
1: Interesting take on that one. I fully see that.
0: <laughs> and that baby grew up and had a baby with Lisa Renner.
2: Oh. Whoa!
0: And that baby grew up to be mashed potatoes with no butter.
2: Aww. <laughs>
3: Welcome to Boy Meets Bravo, your new favorite weekly Bravo TV recap podcast with a twist. We are two Bravo-holics just trying to make it nice and show a formerly unwilling participant why Bravo TV is gone with the wind fabulous. I'm Bree, And I'm LP.
1: And this is Boy Meets Bravo. Put your hands up for episode 46. Are you ready? Ready. Count off. One, two, three. Boy Meets Bravo. Boy Meets Bravo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah, we go. Yeah. Original cheer. We've got to work on it because that ain't it. But we tried.
2: Oh. <laughs> Boy Meets Bravo.
0: That was so fire! <laughs> wow, the energy's there. I love it.
2: Episode
1: forty-six.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Who needs a soundboard when you've got your own chant parlor, even if it's led by your two co-hosts?
0: Oh, that was beautiful.
1: A chant parlor. <laughs> right. It seems like the appropriate description of what it should be—a chant parlor.
3: We've been gone for a while. <laughs> it is. I've missed you guys so I know. much. So to see your face.
1: <sighs> Stupid California keeping us apart.
3: I know you've been on the best coast again. Nonstop. I feel like every time we come back to a show, we're like, and we were in California. <laughs> well,
1: we lack like what we could do out there. Yeah. Do LP it. I dare there. you to do it. Open it. <laughs> oh, go ahead and open it on pod. <laughs> do
0: it. I just want to open a beer. Yeah. (laughs) I just want I bet you it's silent. I do not
1: believe it. You're opening it with a lighter. Okay. Give us the, what is it? The ASMR,
2: what is it? ASMR. Yeah, give us the ASMR version. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a poll,
3: guys. We <laughs> want to hear from you. Can you hear Karen. it? Just just message at Desmond X Curry <laughs> on Instagram or Twitter and let him know that he's not quiet. I'm sorry. <laughs> not when he eats cookies. Not when he opens a beer. You are not silent.
0: Okay.
1: We, You know we got new mics.
0: Oh, damn. These are good.
3: They're so sensitive.
0: <laughs> okay. Do your thing. I'm sorry.
3: Oh, okay. Do yeah.
1: Well, it's open now. Enjoy. Yes. Cheers while we're at it. Mm-hmm. Clink, clink.
3: Clink, clink, clink. Mm-hmm.
1: clink I gotta be honest. Clink. Because we've been waiting so long before we potted and we've been having a good time hanging out, I'm a little tipsy. Oh,
3: it mm-hmm. is going to be good. It's going to be a good. One. <laughs> um, so before we started recording, we were looking up where we're going to stay for BravoCon. Um, because we are very serious.
1: <laughs> we are serious Bravo fans. About being
3: in New York City the weekend of BravoCon. So one thing I need from our listeners is... I do need to know where you're staying for BravoCon. Um, We have some ideas. We are just we just don't know. I My goal for tonight is before you leave here, LP.
1: To book rooms.
3: To book a room, yeah. Well,
1: we're, we're going, right? Like if we have to scout either for tickets or humans in order to make this happen, we're doing
3: it. Anything for you, Andy. Mm-hmm. Tickets
0: aren't even on sale. And we're booking.
3: Absolutely. The this closer we mission. get, the worse it's going to get. Yeah.
1: My favorite part is is that when I asked Brie for what are the dates so that I may appropriately book look on hotels.com, Desmond responded with the dates. It wasn't Brie. Mm-hmm. He knows. He's ready.
2: That's true. I'm
0: on that website once a week, waiting on those tickets. Wow.
1: I don't know how I feel about it, but I'm impressed
3: nonetheless.
0: I just want to go and have a good time. That's a, I know. We are gonna go. I want to see my time. baby and her element.
3: Oh man. Super Bowl for it's our Super Bowl.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My goal for us is to network.
3: Yes, we got new business cards. Yes,
1: we are going to be passing them out. If you see us, we'll hand you a business card and a and maybe a, a T-shirt. Maybe we take some extra T-shirts we and have throw them tea out bags. of swags and tea bags. You
3: can you can uh, you can
1: tea bag with the best of us.
3: Whoa 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 whoa! <laughs> <laughs> sip some tea with us. Spill the tea with us rather. Um, but no, we literally have some tea bags with Boomi's Bravo logo on it. <laughs> so we'll sip some tea together. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. So if you're going to BravoCon, for real though, hit us up. We will, we will be there. Bravo, boyfriends, looking at you. Know that, looking at you.
0: Why are you speak that name? They haven't dropped an episode since November of last year.
3: We're waiting. Who
1: are you calling out? Oh my bad. Your pod, you're calling out some of our pod friends. Am
0: I spilling tea? <laughs> Bravo, Do you boyfriends. Miss their content. Where are the new episodes?
3: We have been waiting. Literally, dozen the other day, out of nowhere, was like, you know, they haven't, they, they haven't had a new episode in a while.
0: I'm just saying. Come on now. So not
1: intersect? only are you watching and potting, you're mm. also listening to
3: pods.
0: I got time to tweet. but Don't got time to record. Mm.
3: <laughs> this is your call to action, boys. <laughs> it's okay to be tweeter famous. Mm-hmm.
2: Tweeter. I don't hate it.
3: Uh, no, but for for real. A, we're going to BravoCon. B, Bravo Boyfriends. We want a new episode. Um, we missed you. We missed you. Yeah. Um, so... If we can move on to like local, uh I don't know if this if 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 us asking for new episodes of Bravo Boyfriends is drama, but local radio drama. Well,
1: okay, so let's be honest, it's not entirely local. The bird show is syndicated. You're right, you're right. Yeah, if you're so. in
3: if you're in Atlanta native or uh
1: I happen to enjoy morning radio yeah, the world round. Yeah, we got a little juice for
3: you. We've you've probably heard maybe of the Burt show. If you haven't looked it up, it's one of our favorite local radio shows and it's local to us in Atlanta, but yes, they are syndicated, so this could be a nationwide issue. Um they Desmond tell them what happened.
0: I don't know. You tell them. What Somebody happened? Somebody tell me. <laughs> oh, Davi got fired.
3: And we're bummed.
0: Davina Cremens got fired from the Burke Show. That's so sad. That's my girl.
3: Yeah. When they were giving us their explanation on the show, I was in my I was in my office at my computer and I literally was closing my eyes <laughs> while they were talking because every time somebody's about to leave, they say that they're gonna have a family meeting. And we were like, Oh shit, what is about to happen? I texted you. I know.
0: I was up listening. They said a family meeting, and I texted Bree. I said, Obviously, leaving.
3: I know. And I was like, we don't know. We don't know.
0: 20 minutes later.
3: It happened that quickly? Well, she wasn't on the show that morning, but he, he guessed it. Mm-hmm. They had,
1: hold on. I need you to play this moment back for me. I think I'm, I can't be that someone was fired within 20 minutes. They're, okay, I misunderstood.
0: Well, she was on the show, I think, on a Monday. And then they made the announcement on a Tuesday. And then he opened the show saying we have a family meeting And then a couple minutes later, he said he fired her. Yeah.
1: Bert said he fired her.
3: He read something that he wrote about how the explanation wasn't great for listeners, mainly because we're nosy and we want to know what happened. And we loved Dobby, love uh, present tense. She's coming to Atlanta in October after BravoCon. We will be at her show. But it begs the question what would happen? You asked it before mm-hmm. who what would happen if we had to have a family meeting?
0: Oh, that is a great question. Who would be leaving Oh.
1: well, I guess I'm curious we're gonna open up the can of worms. Why would somebody get fired from this show? That's
2: a good question.
0: He said chemistry, so
3: that I mean I could see that if we couldn't like sit here and like shoot the shit,
0: yeah, the obvious one would be. If like we got into a huge fight, like sometimes we'll get into a fight thirty seconds before we record. We're <laughs> right? going be honest, but like if we got into a major fight, yeah, it would definitely be because of that. That's no chemistry whatsoever. Yeah,
1: but you wouldn't fight. We wouldn't get fired because it'd be weird if one of you got fired because you live together and are mm. <clears throat> legally bound to
3: one another. Yeah, that whole marriage thing. <laughs> could
0: could you imagine getting a divorce and having to do the pod and
3: still having to do? Well, that happens. That would be a whole
1: new take.
3: So much. Mm. So much to talk about at the beginning of each episode. Yeah. <laughs> so how is the
1: division of assets going? Or LP.
3: Yeah. How we should manage that.
1: <laughs> Do you know? I don't know if I ever told this story on this pod. Maybe I have. We've done it now for so long. Um, <laughs> I was I went out to breakfast with a, a couple friend of mine, a couple that had, if you're listening, hello, that um had just broken off their engagement. You've that told me this morning, story, but I don't know if
3: you've talked about it on the podcast.
1: Talk about the most awkward lunch of my life. <clears throat> so a couple weeks prior, um, th- they'd been together for years. Like they had been dating for many years and then got engaged and then were set to get married. And we threw them as a friend group an engagement party and people brought gifts, obviously, right? And so maybe not even a, mu- a month, maybe or so later, I met them for lunch because they were getting set to move from California. So I was like, all right, well, goodbye lunch. You know, good luck. Hope you." Go-. I didn't expect to be invited to the wedding, so it was kind of like good marriage, good luck, good fun. And they showed up and like had my gift because it was cash or like money. I gave them money like in hand to give back to me and basically told me that they had broken up And that they weren't going to get married and that she was going to move and he was going to stay. And then she excused him from the lunch. She was like, you can leave now. Oddly enough, I was friends with him. I worked with him. But I had become friends with her because she was awesome and we really liked, you know, one another. And so we had become friends and she like... Part way through the lunch, it got to the point of like literally, I couldn't speak. I didn't have words to formulate for the occasion. There were just weren't no amount of social graces had been taught to manage this moment effectively. So I just kind of was sitting there like, <clears throat> "Yes, mm, <laughs> thank you for that cash back. I like duly appreciate that you didn't just keep this, but I like, almost wish you had." Let me pay for lunch. And Ooh. then she dismissed him and was like, I'm going to hang out with her for a little bit. Basically, so she could like full on gossip and like give me the full lowdown of what was going on without him there, which I appreciated because I needed answers. Right. I needed answers. And who was going to give them to me? The woman. So. Wow.
3: I didn't know they gave you your money
1: back. They gave me my money back.
0: Damn, the woman will give you the tea.
1: Yeah. yeah. So.
0: Come on the show. Thanks. So
1: I led with that, and I was down for it. And I got it. I mean, it was probably the appropriate decision in the end.
0: That's so awkward.
1: It was the strangest lunch I've ever had.
0: I just want people to, I want our listeners to acknowledge I Brie just dropped her phone on the floor. I did. If that was the sound that you heard? All oh, that grief you be giving me, woman.
3: As you try to sneakily open a bottle of beer. I love you.
0: <laughs> we back.
3: Oh, man. Okay, let's talk Bravo. Okay. Let's give the people what they want. Kyle's also brush making- reduction. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Leaning into um, it. Okay. All right, well, okay. That's,
0: that's the only thing I heard of recently, and that was heartbreaking.
3: Yeah, that came out of nowhere. We were in the living room the other day, and he was like, did you hear about kyle's
0: and you know what not to be like the monday 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 morning quarterback or to say like i told you so but we when we were watching her on what watch what happens live i looked at her chest because she was wearing something low cut like she always does and i thought they looked a little bit smaller Interesting. i didn't say it to you though i wish i would have <laughs> but yeah you knew yeah she saw some puppies down.
3: Okay, well, then there's that. Yeah, yeah. health
0: reasons, I'm assuming. So, God bless you, Their Kyle. Your shits are heavy. We love you.
3: <laughs>
1: I don't blame her at all. I would, I throw my hands up. I would gladly, if there's a if there is a plastic surgeon listening to the episode out there, I would gladly give a good portion of my titties away. Same. Yeah. yeah. Same.
3: So, I told him that the other day, actually, before he told me about Kyle's boob reduction. I yeah. think I was like, I would like a boob, a breast reduction one day. And he was like, yeah, I think he said, we'll discuss it later. No, I said, I said let's
0: talk about it later. He did. You know, we're not there yet.
3: Yeah, those shits are We're
0: we still having fun. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
3: Okay. Well, LP, you will be really proud of me. Uh huh. I binge watched Below Deck Down Under. And I'm caught Welcome up. Welcome to the
1: club.
3: And I am caught up. Asia drew me in, obviously, Duh. but it's really good. Um, Captain Jason's hot as hell, Brrr, da, 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 da. <laughs> um, and it's an interesting dynamic of of people. I just, I, it reminded me why I used to like Below Deck,
1: and I have a, I have a feeling a lot of it has to do with Asia. Yeah. she is a very. A dynamo, I think, of personalities, and therefore you're drawn into her. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I really like Below Deck Down Under. I love it. I like it. the accents. Yes. I like the people. I love Aisha. I, I love like Toomey, her second
3: stew. It was really fun. Um, it's
1: There's just a good vibe. Yeah. And
3: there, so this Rittini, is. there. the deckhand.
1: I there is it. importance in the Below Deck series because they're all in such close proximity and like they're serving guests and that sort of thing there has to be an appropriate dynamic. There has to be a good vibe on board, or else either it's boring, or it loses its luster, or you have really kind of like domineering personality. it, It is difficult to find, but there is a chemistry that you need to find on the Below Deck cast that really like make the show one season better than others. And so like Asia's first season, when it was... Her and Jack and that whole little love story. It was precious. Yes. Like, it was just <laughs> there was good vibes all around. It was just a good crew. Um, and I think Below Deck Down Under has that.
3: Yeah. I hope Captain Jason comes back. He keeps talking about going to the Philippines where he built a resort and just living there forever. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Can we have a few more seasons, though?
1: Maybe that's a new spinoff. Oh,
2: to- Andy, are you listening? Yeah.
3: Okay. That's a good idea. And he could just be, like, shirtless all the time?
2: Please.
3: <laughs> so there's that. Uh, I don't know. Can I talk you into watching any below deck anymore?
0: Uh, nope.
3: Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. Um, this week is a big week in Bravo. So we are recording on a Tuesday, and you will hear this on Thursday. And today, the day that you're listening, the day that this episode comes out, both Southern Charm and Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip 2 Ex-Wives Clubs come out.
1: Ruget, Yeah. I'm sorry. Did that reverberate was, through was, everyone's ears it was, like it did through mine? It was
3: pretty loud, but we're so excited. Yeah. Um, and what's even better about it is a they're at Bluestone Manor at Dorinda's house in the Berkshires, and b Vicky and Dorinda are feuding on social media before anything has even come out yet. It's so exciting. Do you remember either of those people? No. Um, you've got to
1: remember Vicky. She's <clears throat> we've talked about her before. She's the OG of the OGs. She her face looks like a Miss Piggy meets plastic like mask face. I know who you're
0: talking about. There
1: it was. That's all huh? I needed
0: to do. Yep. Okay. She's from the OC. She is. Yeah, okay.
1: Well done. Yep, 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 yep. Well done. I don't mean to insult or demean her appearance. She's a lovely. I'm not even gonna lie. I can't even say she's a lovely she's woman. She's just
3: not a lot to her face. She didn't mean <laughs> to. Yeah. Her
1: personality also sucks. But like that okay. all aside, now we know who she is. Yeah. That's right.
3: Yeah. Um, and so apparently she talks, she talked a bit of mess about Bluestone Manor, which she must not know any Roni fans because everybody's coming for her, Uh, to which Dorinda responded with something to the effect of, well, you know, I'm happy. At least I don't date men who pretend to have cancer. Oh, Dorinda bringing it out the big gun. Yeah, she said it on Radio Andy.
1: I mean, she's not wrong. These aren't lies that she's speaking. These are facts.
3: So a few seasons back, Vicky's had several fiancés and one of her fiancés, like at least
1: three that we know of. Yeah.
3: Everybody on the cast hated this guy. Turns out he told people he had cancer. And so this was all the sympathy for him. Turns out he was lying. He did not ever have cancer. He just faked going to the hospital and getting treatments and was just like riding Vicky's coattails and being a gold digger. So that's where that comes from.
0: That's that's Vicky's fault.
3: That's it's Vicky's fault? No, I don't I mean it's not her fault, no.
1: I wouldn't place someone at the foot of blame, but I would say that Vicky has a poor taste in men, except for Don. I will stand for Don yeah. all day long because Don put up with a lot. She said
3: that she regrets divorcing Dawn.
1: Cause she should. Yeah. Don was kind and a gentle soul and cared about her, and she was. All she cared about was money and fame and And her her insurance company. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And I get that. If your love tank is not full, like, you shouldn't. But I also think that that's part of, like, a 30-year, 20-year marriage, right? Your love tank is going to fluctuate. Yeah, Hold on strong, girl.
3: She did not. (laughs) No. And then her last fiancé ran for governor of California and then... uh, Former uh, sheriff. And then he broke up with her and now he's married to somebody who's, like, 20 or something years younger than him. It's real confusing over there in in Orange County. So that drama is going to be fun to watch. Um, We're talking Dubai today, but Phaedra showed up on the trailer for the rest of the season of Dubai.
1: Dubai? Yes. What's my girl Phaedra doing in the desert?
3: This question that I don't know.
1: I mean, I will take Phaedra in any format, in any you know degree of weather, in any yeah location. I'm here for it.
3: Yeah, I have problems with Phaedra because of what she said about Candy.
1: Okay, she did some below the belt things, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, she makes really good reality You're right. television. You right, you
3: right, you <clears> right. <throat> yeah. Um. One more thing before we move to Dubai. Um. Did you hear about Diana Jenkins, the newbie on OC- on Beverly Hills? What happened on social media this week with her,
1: you know. I do not twat
3: <laughs> nor Graham, nor none of the above. What was it? Okay, so Diana Jenkins uh responded to somebody who, so on wait, to, who is this? She's the new person on Beverly Hills. I said that she reminds me of the bend and snap girl from Legally Bond, but you both said no.
0: Oh, <laughs> not that's put, messed
1: yeah, up. don't put Jennifer Coolidge no, down like that. Fine, fine. Okay.
3: um, so. Apparently somebody found this like old, older photo of Diana Jenkins. She looks like totally different as, as one does years when before you they, are a housewife yeah. or when you are 20 versus in your near fifties. Sure. Yeah. So they put it side by side and like somebody said something like, you know, something derogatory about how she used to look or does look or something. And the person who said it is black. And I guess in that person's bio, it says something about how she's a black content creator and Diana Jenkins responded and was like just saying like I can't believe you would say that la 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 at least I'm not a black content creator or I would I I would never want to be a black content creator those were her words those were let me let me make sure I'm saying it correctly but I'm not far, I'm not far off um so she said it can't feel good being a black content creator so before I move on what are your thoughts i mean you go first
0: um,
1: As a black content creator,
0: I I get what she did simply because it was in her bio. She just probably did like a copy and paste. Where, who who said this? The the white chick. Yeah. From OC. Beverly
3: Hills. Beverly
0: Hills. Same shit. Um, like
3: actually very different. But continue. Is it okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you what she said, and then I'll let you.
0: I'll I let you already go. know her excuse. What is it? If she's gonna she's gonna say I didn't know. Um, you know i was being uh racist or something like that go ahead what she said
3: so she said crystal minkoff at crystal Kung minkoff woke me up screaming at me demanding to know what i meant by this comment i assumed black content creator was a title referring to a page that would be focused on snarky content i copied the term because i thought that's what it meant i didn't realize it was referencing to you as a black woman and and a content creator please understand i am not from this country So deeply sorry. I'm devastated that this was taken to mean something racially insensitive. I understand now why it was taken that way. And that was never my intention. I am truly sorry. Hold on reverse. What did she think she meant? She thought by black content creator that black wasn't the woman's race, but it was like the literally what kind of content she makes, like dark content or negative content.
1: Oh, raise your hand if you buy that. Ma'am. Yeah, that sounds like the word. Like, if you're going to come
3: back and try and come up with this, you know, an excuse, that's not the one. Yeah. My favorite is that Crystal Calder. It was like, the hell are you doing right now?
0: That's crazy because I don't even know Crystal existed.
3: Aww. I still don't.
1: <laughs> I still don't know that Crystal existed. Like, go Crystal, but like, also, whatever, get off my television.
0: Go for it for checking her, though, because yep. that is some wild shit to yep. say. At least yep. I'm not a black content creator.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: I don't uh, know how you misconstrue that regardless of where you come from. If you're from Sarajevo, like, yeah.
0: Like, it's different, say, if you're in an argument with somebody that's not your race. And they say, you know, man, get your ass out of here. Well, when they say, man, get your black ass out of here. Shit's different. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. wild
1: the The excuse doesn't do. I just don't understand the excuse. I still don't think I understand that.
3: Oh, the internet doesn't either. Yeah, they don't either. So I don't know. I don't know. But that's where she's at right now. I mean, okay.
1: So let me start at the beginning of this argument, may I? Okay, the woman, the the the, the may I the may the the black content creator. Do we have a name? <laughs> we do. That's what I'm gonna call her until I get another name. Until I get a name.
3: Yeah, um, her name is at Philly.diva. Okay, so at
1: Philly.diva came after uh, Diana Jenkins, right? Initially about her looks and like, how dare you look different, right? So
3: so technically,
1: let me go. Snaps on you, bad, yeah.
3: like bad, bad on you. She, Philly, Philly girl. At, at Philly.diva responded to somebody's tweet at um, O Chadwick's tweet. My mind can't comprehend that this is the same woman and it's got two different pictures of her, but it's the same. She's the same person, but she just looks way different. And then at Philly.diva said, oh, I guess the first one was the one that shopped in stores. And the second one is allergic to dust and doesn't know what an outlet is. And then Diana got very upset.
1: Mm. OK, so it doesn't really warrant the reaction that it received in any way. <laughs> like, But I'm trying to find the line for Diana if I can. But it's like, OK, the woman came after her. You are on television. So, like, get the fuck over it and like it's not that aggressive of a an aggression yeah. but yours is pretty fucking aggressive of an aggression in yeah. response so <sighs> da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> sorry diana this is not a good
3: look yeah it's rough it's rough so that's that is what's happening i have not heard anything else from that um so yeah i mean let this all be
1: a lesson okay ladies gentlemen let's not comment on each other's looks I'm kidding. We wouldn't have a podcast.
0: (laughs) That's all I do. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Okay. Well, then let's talk about, arguably for me, the most beautiful woman on Bravo right now. Um, We'll take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk about Dubai. Well, back at it. The ladies of Dubai. <laughs> Welcome back. It's officially tea time. What are we sipping on? Uh, Dubai?
1: The, yes. th- what do they drink in Dubai? Is there a tea? Oh, mm. Dubai and tea? Sure. Coffee of the desert.
3: Desert coffee. Camel milk. Ew.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, we are are in the city that birthed not only in the last 20 years, but also birthed because of the death of the Ladies of London. Mm
3: -hmm. I never watched Ladies of London. I did.
0: Okay. There was a Real Housewives of London? No,
3: it was called L- it was Well, called, I guess technically, it was, but technically but... it was technically, it was
1: technically untechnically. They never got the Real Housewives title. Oh, but no, okay. yeah, they had probably two or three seasons called The Ladies of London, which was basically a Real Housewives of London. And it was uh, a handful of Brits and a handful of Americans that just couldn't fit in because they mm. weren't accepted by the general Brit socialite world. And um, so it was them grasping at that sort of and like trying to, you know, social climb their way towards some version of importance there. And then the British ladies kind of like mocking them and being like, (laughs) nice try, but we like your money. So come along. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Caroline Stanbury, which I just learned because I was
3: corrected. Stanbury, not Stansbury. I've been saying Stansbury until like 30 minutes ago. Until mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, but to Carolyn Stanbury is the um, woman that kind of started both Ladies of London and now has helped create the spinoff for Dubai. So she has taken Center Peach, the blonde woman. But my question to you guys do we actually feel like she deserves Center Peach?
0: You said she's the one who started it
1: well technically she helped i think she helped found i believe or like was kind of what the the basis of ladies was the initial housewife that was the ladies of london was based off of she moved to dubai at the end of the third season or fourth season and kind of like moved away from the ladies of london kind of like teresa she wasn't on the blocks, and them hoes didn't eat, and so they shut down. Ladies of London. She moved to Dubai. Here we are, six years later, and we have a Real Housewives of Dubai.
0: She doesn't have that energy, though.
3: I agree. I don't think she deserves center peach. I mean, and this is from somebody who did not watch Ladies of London. Who's only seen, you know, the three episodes of Dubai that have been on so far. It's, I mean, you can't, you can't be skipping events yet, Carolina. I know that you're like a Bravo vet, but you, you have to, you got to play the game. I don't know. I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing it. She
1: is, she has a vet mentality, even though this is a rookie season and that is a very odd juxtaposition. I do agree. Right. Like she's come in with this belief that, already. She's above the fray. She's done this already. Come to my party. Like, come to my hotel suite. Look what I can do. She's, she's already entering with a, a veteran mentality, which she deserves because she's had four seasons of Bravo under her belt. But it's a rookie season and you have to start fresh and you have to bring something new to the table. And I don't think she's doing that. I think she's resting on her
3: laurels and the fact that she's got Bravo experience. Hot take, hot take. Anything stick out to you f- about her from the episodes that you watched?
0: Nothing. Ooh. She was plain Jane.
3: So I hope
1: that like this marriage to Sergio yeah, and this Gio. like you know twelve dogs that seem to just keep appearing out of her Mary Poppins bag. Mary Poppins bag. <laughs> Mary Poppins bag was right on the money. I don't yes. know why I stopped there, but um, and, and like. I don't know. It seems like a stretched storyline. Like, I hope they're in love. I hope that's real, but.
3: He is 27.
1: He's 27? Yes. I never knew that.
3: They met when he was
0: 24. Do you She's what? 43.
3: Yeah. Do you remember what you were like when you were 24?
1: Yes. I was running around listening to Blair Crimmins and the hookers <laughs> all over Atlanta, among doing other things. Yeah.
3: I just struggle with the whole damn thing. There was one scene with Caroline when she and Nina were at that like badass hotel that had like a aquarium. In with it. all the french fries. Yes, with all the french fries. And her Caroline's daughter was like, you know, Sergio's a man child, like kind of jokingly. But I'm like
1: No, but he's a
2: child. What does the daughter know? You know? Yeah. Like,
3: yes, I'm sure they all get along. I I doubt, I mean, I say this, but I doubt they would get married if like, you know, they didn't. But is he just like another kid in the fam? <laughs> I
1: mean, okay, I would have the same perspective because her daughter is looks like she's in her early 20s, I assume.
3: Maybe teens, but, uh, st- but still. Like
1: late teens, early 20s, and to know that your soon-to-be stepfather is only 10 years older than you Maybe, and your mother... Yeah. In her 40s, would throw, but I wouldn't take it seriously either. Yeah. I would have a lot of mouthy words to say, I'm sure, in response to things that my mother was doing with her 27 year old boy toy.
3: Toy boy. Toy boy. (laughs) Yeah. It's a, I don't know. I looked him up because I was curious and I was annoyed that she couldn't pronounce his last name when they were getting married. Um, like, I think that was the first scene that we saw them in. She was like, how do you say the last name? And I'm like, girl, what? I, what? So tell me more about Sergio. Yeah. He um, played for uh, Real Madrid. So pro soccer player in Spain. So like, that's massive. Um, he also played for the New York something or no, LA. LA less something. massive. So less massive, but he was over there doing that while he was like getting some certificates from a, a college in LA or something. He wants to move because he's retired already at 27. So he wants to move from soccer to marketing or something. Um, yeah, or something. That's all I got. But that's where all the money is. I mean, he was pro soccer player internationally. So do you th- think that supports their Dubai lifestyle? Yes, Okay. honestly. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, and who knows if he has like endorsements or and I mean, she surely does. She's the face of that. Plastic surgery, please.
1: Yeah, but that's going to get you free plastic surgery. That's not going to buy you a home in the Saving Burj money. Khalifa.
3: Mm-hmm. Saving money. So yeah, I don't know. Caroline could she? She can be. I mean, okay. Better question: Who deserves Center Peach?
2: Mm. I'll
1: tell you who I think it is. I bet it's who Desmond thinks too. Hmm. Do we? Are we all of the same mindset? One, okay. two, three. Chanel Ion. It's easy.
2: Uh,
3: oh. Uh, <laughs> What's her name? What happened? Did you sh- <laughs> that wasn't one of the options uh, that I knew of? All right, who?
0: Nefertiti. Okay, who's that? Um, that, that got us up front next to her. Yeah, I Chanel Ian. That's her. Yes, I'm yeah. a bad bitch.
3: Uh
1: huh. When she she showed up with a goat as a gift.
3: That's my favorite thing.
1: That is a level of I don't give a shit what level of repercussions I leave behind. Yeah. That I don't. Could you imagine if you showed up to my home with a goat and as a gift there. and then left it there? <laughs> we would have words. I'd show up as with a goat as a gift to your house the next day. Like that would
3: be a reciprocal con. That goat would just have be rehomed all the con all the time. Do you know something that I have in common with a real housewife of Dubai?
1: Do you have a goat
3: somewhere? Um Kind of. So, mm-hmm. the same way that Lisa's goat ended up on next door because it mm-hmm. got lost, we had a neighborhood goat on next door that got lost for like a couple weeks. I did not know this was such a common thing. Me neither. But yeah, everyone was like, saw it this morning. It was over here. Oh, I saw it too. And then it came to a tragic end. <laughs> <laughs> you can't end there we can't leave the listeners waiting on that what happened it got got, it got hit on like columbia oh how did you make it all the way out there i don't know oh lord he's no longer with us everyone was calling him billy the goat it was really sad Mm.
1: well lisa lesson learned over here in atlanta (laughs) keep your goat on lock
3: keep your goat on lock lisa who is the most beautiful Housewives. She's gorgeous. Like, arguably, I'm trying to think. And like, Potomac has some of the most beautiful housewives. Summer House has some of the most beautiful people on Bravo. I think Lisa is like top two most gorgeous. She looks like a Bradstall. Who's Lisa?
1: Everything is an everything is kind of in the most natural way, very accentuated. Eyes, lips, booty, boobs, all of it.
0: We've We've seen this before. This is Megan the Stallion.
1: She is Meg the Stallion.
0: This is Lisa the Stallion. She Lisa is. the
3: Stallion. Yeah, y'all don't see that? Yeah, I do. I do now that 100%. You say it. I think she's beautiful. I mean, this whole cast is beautiful. Do you know who I think's crazy?
1: The other Caroline. Oh, you do. <laughs> I can't I so I'm not leaning into I mean, she's beautiful in a very interesting sense and in the fact that she's like a beautiful mind. Um, but she is. A lunatic. She wants to wear these
3: women's skin. Caroline Brooks.
0: Which one's Caroline? Oh, K Michelle.
3: Oh, okay. Oh, yes. That is yes. She does look like K Michelle.
0: Caroline Michelle.
3: <laughs> Caroline. Who? K Michelle's a singer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She does look like her. She
1: maybe because she's wearing K Michelle's skin. <laughs>
3: One thing I will say is like, I'm sure that it's like, it's weird, especially at the beginning for cameras to be around all the time. It just, she just feels like you can tell that she knows that cameras are around. It feels like she's putting on for the cameras. Mm. She,
1: she, there's not an authentic personality there that not I see. I don't see it. No.
3: I don't know. It's just strange.
1: Um, she's pretty though. <laughs> she can, we'll see at the end of the, by the end of the season, Whose, you know, hair she's pulled and turned into a voodoo potion, oh like God. to inherit their soul.
3: To we'll see. Inherit their soul. We'll see. Wow. Well, um, I know that this was something that people were talking about before Dubai aired, but there's only one Emirati on the show. There's only one local on the show. Um, how do we feel about that? This is like our first international housewives that's on Bravo in America. Um, so I don't know. Do we feel like this is an accurate representation of Dubai? Do we does it matter? Sounds like
0: cultural appropriation to me. If you're not gonna have anybody from this country that you are filming in?
3: There's one.
0: Which one?
1: The far left. <laughs> She's a modern Emirati, as she says.
0: I have a description for her, but I'll wait. Oh. But um, I don't know. Like, I guess it's cool. It's given Dubai exposure. Um, so I'm assuming if this franchise goes on, there's possibly going to be more. So I don't know. I see no issue with it.
3: I would like for the... I wish it was, like, ha- at least half. Damn. Yeah. I think that we're not
1: we're giving we're getting a very whitewashed version of of Dubai. And like Dubai is a very international city, so how do you say like what it should be in terms of representation, right? It's kind of it's kind of like New York a little bit and though we've whitewashed New York, like it's a very international city. So, but if we're as a viewership, which is a predominantly like I'm going to assume middle-aged white woman from Omaha, Nebraska Mm -hmm. audience. No offense, General Bravo fans. I know we're everywhere. But I know that, like, there's a lot of Ramonas out there watching the show. It could have been Mm -hmm. an interesting insight. Like, as a producer, if I was a producer, I get the needing to meet your audience in the middle to a degree and, like, providing them with something that's going to draw them in, force them to watch, and then kind of maybe start to, Drip a little of that out to them, and and um, get kind of the longer term buy off. But at the same time, I think we've missed a little bit of an opportunity here by like only representing a single person from that country.
3: Yeah, I agree. Um, honestly, we could get rid of Caroline Stanbury and bring somebody else who's local. I'm sure they have other friends. Um, I don't know. I just if any of the get rid of the
1: Carolines. <laughs> Caroline Brooks scares me.
3: If any city needs to be totally colorful, it should be this one. Like, come on. Um, and I guess the fact that it's like uh, there's only one white girl.
1: There's only one white woman. There, it, I, I will say it's it's colorful. It's not does not lack right. color, but it doesn't lack it, it, what it lacks is the actual nationality that this they're supposed to represent in this city. And maybe the point is, it isn't a national city. Yeah. And there isn't like necessarily one profile of a woman that we should be looking at from this city. But um, it's an opportunity to learn. It's an op- opportunity to like bring a different perspective to. An audience in the in what is I think predominantly a U.S. watching. I don't I don't know if this is available and like I know I that there are certain is. like franchises that are and aren't available in other countries. So I don't know what the status of Dubai is in Chanel other countries. Chanel Ayan
3: said that it's available in Dubai. So okay, well that makes sense. Yeah. So I think it's international, or I guess I don't know how TV works. Um, let's talk about our girl. Okay. Chanel Ayan. and what what do you think about her? Who Nefertiti.
0: Oh, she is. She's great. Like she gives me more of a bad bitch, Jen Shaw. And you know how much I love Jen. <laughs> but this girl right here, Nefertiti, she talks her shit every time she's in a confessional. Yeah. Oh, cause I'm the best. Or these you, these bitch, bitches are jealous of me. I, I love it. And she can talk her shit because what? She's the first black model in Dubai. Black I the,
3: supermodel. Oh.
0: Tall ass. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, baby.
3: I, I mean, yes, all of those things. First, black supermodel in Dubai. Um, she brings goats and lemons and all kinds of things as gifts. She never comes empty-handed, right, to somebody's house. It's cool to see her culture reflected in that way. Um, she talks a little bit about where she comes from and what her family life was like before she moved to Dubai, before she met her husband, um, that I think is is eye-opening and important an important story to tell. I will say one thing about Chanel. Ion. I, I also think she's putting on for the cameras 100%. in a really big way. Um, the one time I saw her be super, what I felt like was really like genuine was at Lisa's, um, uh, fashion show. And she was helping backstage. And she was like, afterwards she was like, I'm so proud of you. Like she just felt really, you could tell they're actually friends but everything else feels like I've rehearsed this line to put on when she was on watch what happens live. And I will preface this by saying it was the best show <laughs> I've seen like ever. Um, it just felt really not rehearsed necessarily, but just like, this was like, this is my, this is my Bravo persona. Like it even got to a point where in the after show, cause I watched the after show. um, I could tell that she kind of started pulling back a little bit because she realized like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm being kind of mean now, like to a point where people don't realize I'm joking. And I could, I could feel her pull back a little bit. So the only thing I have to say that's like kind of negative is like, I would rather see, I think she, we see who she is, but it just feels really ramped up, like too ramped up to where it feels kind of fake, but like, it's good TV. So, so
1: I Get, and again, you might not agree with this, Karen Huger vibes because, and I'll explain myself, I think that she, it's like a gilded version, right? It's not the actual real thing. You get a persona that has been developed for television and not who they are. And I get that from Karen <laughs> Huger and I get this from Chanel Ayon. I think there's a lot of what I, the, the, The difference, though, is I think there's a lot of potential in Chanel Ion, where I do not find a lot of potential in (laughs) Karen Huger, to be able to, like, show who she is and actually endear herself a little bit. Like She's going to have to strike that middle ground. She's come in with a persona, and eventually we'll find our way back to who she is. But we need to find that, I think, for her to be successful.
3: Yeah, She's doing a lot, a lot. I love it. I want to make that clear. (laughs) I love it a lot. Um, but I don't know. There's just points of it where I'm like, all right, come on. Just
1: come down, come down, come down.
3: Yeah.
1: Doesn't all have to be to the nth degree.
3: Yeah.
1: But I'll tell you what, we haven't seen looks like this in a while. Every scene, not just every episode, every scene. She's in a different outfit. There is is a different hairdo. Everything's a runway. Everything is its own look.
3: Yeah. Yeah. She is. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, and when she was on Watch What Happens Live, she looked like like a goddess. <laughs> were you watching that with me? I wasn't. Oh. Any other thoughts on Chanel?
0: No, I like her.
1: Well, on that note, when we're so astounded by a single individual. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, a couple of people that I'm that I, I love to look at, but I haven't gotten a ton, ton from yet are Nina Ali and Sarah Almadani. Beautiful women, beautiful families. Uh, I'd like them to be a little bit more at the center of my um, focus, maybe.
1: Nina, this is what I think about Nina. She is like a crayon who needs to spend some time in the crayon sharpener, you know? Just oh. sharpening her soft skills a little bit.
3: Are you saying she's dull? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, her whole thing right now is, like, her love for french fries.
1: I mean, who... Well, tell me something that makes you more... Like,
3: what? what? That's all of us. We all love french yeah. fries. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um. Is she the one whose family had Thanksgiving dinner in, like, the, the moving restaurant or something? Y-
1: yes. It was, like... A carousel, Mm -hmm. not a carousel, that's the wrong word I'm looking for. Ferris wheel, an enclosed Ferris wheel, and they had Thanksgiving dinner. My question is, how many, I know my Thanksgiving dinners, we eat a lot. How many times do you think they had to go around to finish that meal? Mm, That's a lot of circles, of Ferris wheel circles. Do you know where I don't want to be on Thanksgiving? (laughs) Trapped in a glass room with my family. And full. And full, no. No way to escape. No way to escape.
3: That's that sounds like green.
1: the worst. Excuse
3: chill, True.
0: <laughs> but I did love when Nefertiti was like Thanksgiving. That's a weird story. <laughs>
3: <Yes>. <laughs> she was like, speaking of colonizers,
1: <laughs> I am from a country of colonizers. I do not celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah. She said, "What? Well, what?" And it's funny because, like, I bet that is what like people from other countries are like. What? <laughs> what are you? Why? Yeah, girl, us too. Yeah, us too it really did I didn't I
1: mean I guess I understood why well she was American I guess Nina is from America right
3: uh, she spent some time in America she's Lebanese I think okay I would love to double check that
1: but she I, is okay but yeah but she's spent, from she spent time in Texas
3: yeah like Corpus Christi or something
1: <laughs> what a time yeah her and in the land of Selinas, Selinas, yes our girl, girl selina, yes um, big Selena fans up in here in case anyone was wondering <laughs> <beedy, bum>, <laughs> Bree and I both separately spend a significant amount of time watching the Selena movie in our young adolescence Whoa.
0: Well, okay
1: yeah have you ever seen it yes oh okay oh okay
0: but well, not like I wasn't watching it over and over
2: again
1: well we watched it a lot in Spanish class when our teacher was tired of teaching us oh interesting we would watch it in Spanish so there oh, was some I was level of okay, okay, yeah, like she just yeah, showed yeah.
3: you a movie about Mexicans mm-hmm. and <laughs> <thought> about
1: <it>. <laughs> 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 we watched it in Spanish okay, okay. Oh. Uh, with Spanish subtitles and so when she was too tired of like dealing with our bullshit she would put that
3: on <laughs> so I watched it a lot yeah. back to Salinas uh, yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, man. Well, um, okay. I, did I did I say this before? That Phaedra shows up? Yeah, tell me more. <gasps> yeah, that's all I got. Like, at the end of the, I think, first episode where it's like later this season on Dubai, and she's just there with Caroline, your girl, I think, Caroline Brooks.
1: They would know each other. But yeah. Do we at Phaedra and be like, yo, girl? Hey, yo, girl. Hey, yo, girl, what you doing? Yeah, tell Because us. we want to know.
3: We do. Why are you in Dubai? That's a long way from home. Where are your kids? Yeah, it's confusing.
1: Well, maybe. So, where's Caroline Brooks from? I'm trying to find the connection. I'm looking for it. Connecticut, she said. Okay. Or Massachusetts. Okay, so 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 roll run with me. Okay, roll footage. Yeah, Phaedra's ex husband Apollo spent time in Danbury Prison in Connecticut. Wow. Okay. So maybe in her many trips up north, not many, she only took a couple to take her son z- sons to visit Apollo in jail in Connecticut, they struck up a friendship. So my question is, who did Caroline Brooks know in prison <laughs> that she was visiting when she found Phaedra And uh. How is she using that to steal these women's identity and become them? Okay.
3: this okay. that That's the root of it. So this feels like um, a true crime episode that Desmond would be like binge listening to during work.
1: Absolutely. You know, that is an idea for a podcast. There if we, we were to take real housewife stories and create our own like murder mystery How, with them. Our and own like, um, true theories. crime. Yeah. yeah. Conspiracy
3: theories. Oh.
1: We could dig in. We could get into some rabbit holes. I've had just enough wine tonight to do that.
3: (laughs) Oh, my God. There's enough, like, even uh, affiliated crime with the housewives and or their families that this could happen. It doesn't
1: even need to be true. But let me loose on a tangent of making up, like, true crime
3: stories about the
1: housewives.
3: I'm in. Fiction. You've been looking for something for Fan the fiction. network.
2: How about yeah. this?
1: I'll make up the story. You can be the detective, and we try and figure
3: out
0: hey. what happened.
3: Okay. And I'll be the sidekick that always goes, oh. "Yeah, <laughs> what?" <laughs> it works out. This is a money
1: idea. We've got to take it to BravoCon. Okay, Andy, Andrew. We're we're gonna find you. We
3: We have ideas. We see you. Do you see us? You will see us. Don't worry. Yeah,
1: we are the Caroline Brooks. You will see us. (laughs)
3: Um, Okay. Out of, I'm gonna say it. Out of all the housewives that you've watched, all the cities, where does this fall for you?
0: Oh, nowhere near the top.
3: Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm in
1: accordance with that. I did not. I
3: don't like it. I, I don't hate it. Um, I like it. I won't say I don't like it. I like it.
0: What do you like about it? Yeah, I'd um, love to hear.
3: I think I'm just intrigued about what will happen, about what, and Chanel I just like returning to my screen. Mm, I don't like it. I don't not like it, huh? <laughs> if that's all you got. Yeah. yeah. They're beautiful. I will say I was watching the latest episode and <sighs> so I- So
1: watch a Miss America pageant. Relax.
3: Or yeah. Mm-hmm. I tweeted that- I, to your point, I tweeted, I just watched this. I'm not really sure what happened, but I, these women are just gorgeous. So supporting evidence for what you're saying, how I feel is true. Yeah.
0: Damn. Hmm.
1: <sighs> I mean, what I like shiny things too, but I'll be, there was, it's not one of my favorites. Thanks. I'd like, I, I will inevitably come to watch it again, but I don't know that I'm sitting there on Tuesdays,
3: Wednesdays. Wednesday nights
1: <laughs> and like ready to chow down on an episode of Dubai. Mm. I am still high on that um, Rehoboth, Beverly Hills for you newcomers, and um, really awaiting to see what they do with New York.
3: That I can't wait for. I'm interested. I'm annoyed, though. I don't I am, like the legacy thing. I think it's I'm curious
1: out. to see what happens. Yeah. I, I don't think I want to support the idea, but I'm curious to see because nothing like this has ever happened for for any housewife franchise,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and let alone. And you're gonna take like a legacy to that point, a legacy franchise, and divide it up like that. I'm very curious to see how this goes. I don't think it's gonna go well.
0: This girl right here. Do you remember Svetlana? From that MTV show.
1: Yes, I know exactly who you're talking about.
0: She looks like her. What's her real name?
3: Nina Ali.
1: Svetlana. She was on Real World Key West, if I remember.
0: Yes, I was her. Mm-hmm. That's Yeah. Uh, I mean, this girl right here. Sorry. Oh. That's who she looks like. Who? Sarah. Sarah looks like Svetlana. And the other girl who I was just pointing to? Nina. She looks like if Kyle and Denise Richards had a baby.
1: Interesting take on that one. I fully see that.
0: (laughs) And that baby grew up and had a baby with Lisa Renner.
2: Whoa!
0: And that baby grew up to be mashed potatoes with no butter.
1: Oh, Oh, but I followed that. I followed that the full (laughs) way through, and I, I do see that. The Kyle and who was the second combo?
0: It was it was Kyle and uh, Lisa Rinna.
1: Yeah, no, before that, Kyle
3: and Denise Richards. Oh, Kyle. Yeah. yeah, Kyle and
0: Denise, and then, and then and Lisa, and
3: then you threw in Lisa. Lisa Rinna. Yeah,
1: that is so on the money. Okay, so that we've we've got the birth child of the Beverly Hills. Okay, and then mm-hmm. I'm cur- I'd love to get your take on the rest of these women Go- going continuing to the to the left from that woman. So then we've got Meg the Stallion. Oh yeah,
0: Meg the Stallion, um, Nefertiti. Um. What's my girl from? Uh, oh, Fake Daenerys.
2: Fake um, Daenerys. Uh,
0: okay. K Michelle and then Svetlana.
3: Okay.
1: We got nicknames for the Dubai for girls. All of them. Yeah. yeah.
3: Very nice. Very nice. I will continue to watch. I will say that um, Summertime Bravo is really giving it to us because on Wednesdays we have Beverly Hills in Dubai. On Thursdays we're about to have Southern Charm and Ruget 2. Um, Are you going to watch Southern Charm? Yes, absolutely. Below Deck Med is coming back, which you might watch. I'm not sure if I will. I probably will. Um, there's just like, it's just, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to watch Southern Charm. I want to see Craig put Woody in a headlock.
1: it will take two seconds, and then his, mm-hmm. it's just going to go limp.
3: Yeah. Um And yeah, yeah, I'm going to watch it. Um Apparently, Paige and Sierra show up hey. throughout the season
2: Hello.
1: I'm curious to see how Madison tries to redeem herself because I think she hit a fan low in the, like towards the end of the season by like attacking fellow females and going after them and then also having that whole like, A-Rod scandal. I'm very mm-hmm. curious to see
3: how she redeems herself. I have always been a Madison fan. I know. I So I don't know whose fan low it is on mine. I like her a lot. I have mixed feelings. I know you do. <laughs> I have mixed feelings. I think she's beautiful. I
1: think she has a right to stand up for herself the way that she does. But at the same time, I think she goes a little too hard in in the name of television drama. Mm. But do you know what I watched the other day? And I actually gave me a little bit of hope was, uh yes, I watched a back episode of Southern Charm. And it was an episode that Madison and Craig were watching together. They had to watch the reunion where... It was
3: like the people's couch,
1: but it was the people's couch, but them where they had to watch the reunion and like it's the reunion where he was so drunk and going in on her and like losing his mind and calling her a slut and calling her a home wrecker and And they had to talk about it. They had to talk about it sitting on the couch together. And it's clear that they had reconciled and definitely cleared the air between them well before this. So they were at the point of yuck, yuck, like, look at this. Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. This is ridiculous. Um, But it was interesting to watch and it's, They are definitely on the same team, and they are not on Austin's team. Good.
0: Down with Austin.
1: Mm -hmm. The Honda Civic of male attractiveness. Literally no truer words (laughs) had ever been spoken. Sierra, take that and go to Charleston with that in your cap. Girl. Yeah. Stand up for yourself. Wow.
3: Well, let us take a quick break. We're going to come back with the St. Andy. (laughs) (laughs) and we're back to give out a saint andy award and we're taking a, a slight left turn we are yielding Yeah, but it's like sequituring back to the beginning of the episode. That's true. If you skipped to tea time, go back to the beginning. (laughs) Um, Because uh, for those of you who don't know, we are local ATLians. We live in Atlanta and we are big podcast and radio heads. So we um, were stunned and saddened to lose like a local fan favorite on one of our hometown radio shows, The Burt Show, Um, Davi Crimmins, Davina Crimmins um, is no longer on the Burt show and all of us just like want to know what she's doing next so that we can follow her and, and go wherever she's going. So our St. Andy goes to Davi for paving the way for like all the millennials in Atlanta to feel like they had a voice and a place on the Burt show. Um, and as somebody who's been listening to the Burt show since I was literally 17 years old, um, this feels like a big old hole and we feel really upset and sad um, but we're really excited for, this sounds dramatic, the legacy that she will have left at the Burt Show, but also what is next.
0: Been to multiple of her shows. Yeah, we've been to several. Yeah. Went to her movie screening.
3: Yeah, we did. <laughs> She's a movie. She, she acts a little bit, yeah. It was like a drive-in yeah. movie.
0: That show... That was cool. It
3: was cool, yeah. No, we're big fans. Um, and I we're did bummed. Not that yeah, you we went that deep. <laughs> yeah, we did find out though in pre-production that LP has a connection to the bird show that she didn't realize. I didn't either. Yes, her husband. I used to. I was a Atlanta concert rat
1: for a little while in my <laughs> early twenties, and he used to play around town. And I remember when you said her husband's name, Blair Crimmins. I think was um uh commenting on it on the Twitters. I was like, I know that man. Yeah. Hold on. Why do I know that name? Yeah. And it was because of my, you know, early twenty Flash in the Pans.
3: Slayer, Crimmins and the Hookers.
1: What a name! Yeah, they were very. If I remember it, it felt very ragtimey. It was very like, but like better than that. Like yeah. it was like rockabilly turned on that. So yeah, it was mm. pretty good. If I
3: remember, he's yeah. still kind of out. No, well, not kind of. He is still out and about. So <clears throat> I can
1: see how they met. He was very much on that like Atlanta kind of radio promo sort of circuit right I think i probably even found out who he was when I worked at a radio station back in the day (laughs) prior to potting I had a a stint in radio I know
3: right 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 yeah so we're bummed about it
1: I have no I'll be honest I don't listen to the bird show very often don't really but like go Davi but she's precious yeah She's a precious little nugget. And hilarious.
3: Yeah. She seems to have a little bit of a stand-up career beneath her. She does. And she's she, especially for people who are Atlantans who like know the Birch show and know what I'm talking about. Um, Davi, she spoke up for things that like there literally wasn't a voice for it on the show. Um, and so that's why a lot of people are feeling lots of feelings now that she's gone. So do you know anything about her
1: feud with Heather McDonald? Is this news yes. to you? Okay,
3: now this is
1: something that connects us back to the Bravo universe because okay. Heather McDonald notorious podcaster of all things reality TV, including the Housewives and Bravo. So
3: I would love to hear a little bit more about this. Okay. So Davi opened up for Heather McDonald at one of her stand-up shows. I want to say it was at City Winery, but it might that might be it was. I'm right. yes, it was okay fact
1: checking over yeah. here. So be
3: aware. Yeah. And apparently Heather was just a big old bitch to her. And um and Davi talked about it on the show. And then Heather came on the show like called in to try and like say that Dobby was wrong and was remembering it incorrectly. And Dobby in like the perfect example of why she deserves this award and deserves every good thing in the world. She told Heather, like, no, you were a huge bitch. Say you're sorry. <laughs> like, um, it was, I mean, it was incredible, especially for somebody who's, who Davi's about to be like that really big name. um, nationally, maybe internationally. And Heather already had kind of, you know, that, that bigger following or whatever. So it was cool that she stood up for herself and for other people who probably have been in that same sort of position who, who seem to be the like lesser, like the, the opener, right. But deserve the same kind of respect as everybody else. So that was really exciting.
1: (laughs) So reading into the, like, so I I did a little bit of a deep dive of, uh, of, of that. And it sounds like that she basically tried to come in and control Davi's act. Was that what Davi had, had alluded to Was that Heather came in and basically said, no cursing, no sex, no dirty Uh, stuff. That's my shtick. You can figure out your own thing. And she's like, uh, it's 15 minutes till showtime. I'm not changing up my set. And that, I guess, is what Heather responded to in saying, like,
3: that's not how it was. i yeah. like, that's how I'll it would say happened. It was a long time ago. I don't remember for sure. But that sounds right to me. Um, and, yeah, Dobby, oh, I just. Yeah, don't mind
1: me just referring to an article from 2019. <laughs> so if you want the hottest goss, the most up-to-date information, you know where to find it. Here on Boy Meets Bravo with LP.
3: <laughs> At Boy Meets Bravo on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> catch us with that hot goss yes oh man um thank you for indulging me and letting me give the saint andy to a local hero (laughs) (laughs)
1: she's your hero so i'm here for it thank
3: you appreciate it and for all of you we hope to one day be your heroes (laughs) that's the goal What? it's a goal right um so thanks for tuning in find us online y'all we're at boy meets bravo on instagram and twitter we literally want to know where you're staying for BravoCon so we can kiki while we're there. Let's let's do it. Let's get together. If you're if you're out there listening, let's know. Please, please DM us Um, and we'll be back soon enough. We got lots of literally lots of TV coming this week. So a lot of things to talk about. I guess we can let Desmond decide what we do next week. Ruget sweet Heat or, is back. Or Sweet Heat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll give him the peach. He can be center peach next week. Cute. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, y'all. Bye. Bye)